You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, live listeners of FunEmploymentRadio.com. Hi, everybody. How's everyone doing? Are you asking people who can't respond to you? Yeah. Are you asking me how I'm doing? I'm doing great, Greg. Thanks really? for asking. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm just doing super. Oh, good. Yes. Uh, so everybody <laughs> listening live, obviously we haven't started the show yet, and that is because we want to let you know about a couple of things for the live stream, and that is that coming up at about probably 3.45-ish, somewhere right around there, we'll have Kyle Kinane in here. Yes. Now, Kyle Kinane, we've had him on the show before. He is awesome. He is fucking ridiculous. He, he is, is so damn funny. And he's just, every time we've had him on, he's just more and more famous. So now he's just kind of He's one of those guys He's going to break through As super famous At some, at some point, point I actually read an article I mean, About him uh, yesterday He's just like Any day now He's like I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for it Yeah it's going to happen Because he's He's one of the big guys On uh, Drunk History too Yeah He's one of those dudes And the guy is just Fucking awesome So he's going to be Joining us here later on We don't know if that's Going to be on the podcast For today Or if we'll save it For tomorrow We might put it on tomorrow Because we do have a yeah. guest Today as well Yeah so that interview Might air tomorrow But for you guys Listening live We'll, we'll air it live so just uh, tune tune back into the stream after the show is over because you know it's always fun to listen to it live because if he says some shit and then afterward he's just like oh can you take that out it doesn't matter because you've already heard it yes exactly yeah, that's like the perk of it because there's some late. things that we have to take out sometimes but uh, if you're listening live you get to hear all the shit it's too late I've already seen everything <laughs> so that uh, that will be coming up later but we have the full regular show and a special announcement that we're going to be doing we do here. It's very exciting. Uh, so, all right. We're going to go ahead and uh, sign off here. And uh, and it's good. I'm looking in the chat and everyone looks like they're doing pretty well today. That makes me happy. Well, that's good. Yes. That's very good. That's amazing. It's very good. I think cool. we have some new live listeners as well. <gasps> awesome. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the magic. Yes, indeed. All right. All right. We will uh, start the show now. Ping. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. So you actually did it. I did it. Well, I didn't because uh, yes. I don't want to find a dead body. I've, de- I've determined, even though I look for them. You know, on the sides of roads when I'm driving. I don't want to find one in my apartment building. Yeah. Well, I like to keep some distance from the dead bodies. That's probably a good In my good living idea. space, yes. It is a little bit passive aggressive. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, 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 it isn't a little bit passive. Okay. It is passive aggressive. I just wanted to make sure that you understood that. Of that course I do. It's, it's quite passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I should just start leaving notes on the meth head neighbor's door, too. <laughs> you totally should. It feels like, good. Um, dear meth head neighbor, please <laughs> try to tone it down. You already have too many lawnmowers. Sincerely, Love your neighbor. Greg. Anonymous. <laughs> Hello. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe and subscribe to the live stream for only six ninety nine a month. The first week is free where you get to hear all of the fantastic programming that we have here on this network yes we, we greatly appreciate it yes we do um, <laughs> all right so we got we got a bunch of stuff that we're going to be getting here to uh today but we need to talk about something and we have a very special guest who's going to be joining us mm-hmm. here in a bit and it's uh something that sarah and i are going to be doing so we yes. want to be the first ones to let you guys know about this so we haven't posted about this anywhere or anything so this is the first yeah. time anyone's hearing anything besides greg and i <laughs> yep there <laughs> yeah. are no press releases that have gone out there's nothing else we want to tell you directly what's happening so mm-hmm. first off 
to assuage anybody who's worried about anything, nothing is changing with the network. I mean, just want to. Oh make my sure gosh! That's whenever clear. you say that, then it sounds like something is changing. I know. It's not. I know. I'm just trying to make sure that that's very clear. As as you know, we do Fun Employment Radio five days a week right here from this studio. Craig, you need Oregon. to speed it up. You're freaking everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Sarah's not having a baby. Oh but God! Ew! Th- no. There is speculation in the chat. I'm just making sure that's also clear. No, no. Okay. That is not, no, no, no. no. But what no. is, uh, what is happening? So, and, uh, you know, this, nothing changes with the network. Everything's going to be just the same. But Sarah and I are also going to be taking on another project. Yes. And for, that's for a, those of you. That's a fancy way to say it. I like that. Yeah. Taking on another project. Well, for those of you here in Portland, you may have seen some rumblings and some talk about this. There's been a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of momentum behind it about a new radio station. That's going to be coming here to Portland, mm-hmm. and it's called X-Ray FM, and it's going to be focused a lot on local content. Um, they're going to have, uh, I believe Jefferson Smith is doing a show on there, and uh, Sam Adams is doing a show. They have Tom Hartman coming back on there, and local music things, and they approached Sarah and I about doing a show on their station, mm-hmm. and we are announcing right now that we will be doing a one-hour-a-week show. Uh, special just on that station in addition to everything else that we do. Yes, so we're still doing our five days a week here at FunEmploymentRadio.com. We're doing all that stuff. This is just going to be in addition to what we already do. In addition, yeah. So we're going to be actually going on to... uh to a uh, terrestrial radio station and, and doing that. Yeah, there's people noting in the chat. No, and let's just is say this isn't like some big, like this isn't a clear channel alone thing. Like this is basically no. a community radio station. It has a um, it has a reach of basically just in the Portland metro area. Yeah. So if you live here, it's going to be on 91.1 FM. Yeah. And uh, the call letters are uh, KXRY. And yeah, we're going to be doing it once a week. Yep. And we're super excited. And we get to like talk about whatever we want. We get to plug the hell out of our website whenever we want. Yeah. We are stoked about it. So, And it's going to also be streaming on uh, their website to xray.fm. Now, I don't have the exact time slot we're going to be in. It'll be sometime in the morning, uh, one day a week, but we'll let you know more once we get that all determined. It's going to be happening starting up here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. A couple of weeks from now. And so we think it's probably going to be on Fridays. Is what probably. We're, what yeah. we're shooting for. Yeah. But we'll, we'll know for sure coming up soon. Mm-hmm. But yes, we are going to be doing that on <laughs> X-Ray FM. So we wanted to let everyone know about that so you guys hear it from us first. And it will be live streaming as well on their website. So Yeah. So that will be, so if you don't live in Portland and you can't, and you have no interest in listening to radio, both of which are totally fine, uh, you can listen to it on their website as well. Yep, absolutely. But so, that's going to be taking nothing away. We're not going to save like good stuff for that. Like everything's going to be exactly the same. We're just adding yeah, This is some just more a work. different thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's different. A, it's a different thing. And we like challenges. Doing. We like to keep it fresh a little bit. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we were very fortunate, you know, to have them approach us and ask us about it. And yeah, and we decided that this is something we want to do. So that being said, our guest coming in today is a man by the name of Zach Burns. Yes. Now you might recognize recognize that name because he did a radio show here in town uh, on KXL with uh, the one and only Byron Beck. Yes. So he did a show with him called Beck and Burns, and then I think they did it for a few months, and then it ended up, you know, as radio does, it ended, they, the station went in a different direction. Yes. So Zach Burns is one of the uh, the minds behind this X-Ray FM thing. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to be coming in. Greg and I have uh, had several meetings with him, had several beers with him. We did. He's a super cool guy. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a he's a longtime radio vet. Like yeah. He worked with Howard Stern. He worked with David Lee Roth. Uh, so he's, he's worked with a lot of people. I don't know what stories he's going to be able to tell, but he has some amazing stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also, I know that this is something he wants to talk about. Now, uh, all of you fine listeners out there, you know the story of Jeff that we have been talking about for you, every, if you've ever heard us reference Jeff, you probably know who we're talking about at this point. Yeah, 
He has stories about Jeff, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeff is, uh, is not the real name of this person. So we don't know what he's going to want to talk about. But I think he's got some things he's going to say. Dude, about yeah. He just so. he wrote to me. He's like, can I talk about this? Because I really want to talk about her because she's fucking insane. I'm like, OK. Yeah. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to we're going to let that uh, we're going to let him handle that one coming up here in just a bit. So Zach's going to be joining us in, I don't know, about 20 minutes or so. And we'll have him on here. So there yeah. we go. Want yes. to make sure everybody knew. Woohoo! So more details will come as they do, but it's it's exciting. It's a good way it to keep cool. our it keeps our chops up. I like it. I like uh, mm-hmm. I like mixing it up a little bit. Well, and since we aren't doing the Blazers show anymore, you know we haven't been having the uh, the practice of doing a, a censored version. The clean of ourselves. show, yeah, the clean show. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be our clean show. Yeah, because I mean, because we'll probably not do profanity because just it, it's a lot of pain in the ass, like for someone to have to like censor us and stuff. And we know how to censor ourselves. Yeah. So I think the the radio version is going to be like all going like, oh, what the beep, like that's kind of stupid so we're not going to do that yeah we'll generally not do that not generally generally maybe every maybe every once in a while right just mm-hmm. a little bit just a little bit yeah so there we go thank you thank cool you so once again you. that's on uh, 91.1 fm i think it's starting mid-february that's going to be on the the airwaves yeah again we'll let you guys know and uh, you will be able to listen to it live online too mm-hmm. yeah so there we go Awesome. No, and everyone say when you say business, when business say, businesses say nothing will change, things change. They're not changing. <laughs> it's not. Nothing on our end is going to change. This is just something in addition. We have worked our asses off for over four years to put this network together, and it's it's exactly where we want it to be. You know, it's we, exactly what I want it to be. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and it's we growing, always, growing, growing, growing. Exactly. And that's all thanks to you guys who mm-hmm. listen. And uh, yeah, this is just a little side thing, and maybe we'll get some more people interested in what's going no, on. No, this over isn't here. Chris Paddock coming on to the Rick Emerson show and saying, <laughs> nothing's going to change. <laughs> this isn't no. making empty promises. Here's the secret we're the bosses here. I know. So, we're the program directors. Yeah, so there's a. Uh, and uh, as far as I say, nothing's changing. Sarah, is anything changing? <laughs> oh, no, everything's just going to be tip top. It's exactly the same as it always has been. I'm not going to have you play one song an hour, then two, then 15. Right. That's totally. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to be it at all. We're going to start sensing ourselves on this. <laughs> no, that that won't be going on. No. Uh, but then we did get to go. So uh, one of the things with this new station is that they have, you know, their own creative space. Mm-hmm. And their space that they have is in uh, northeast Portland. Yeah. And it is super cool. So Greg and I got to go in there and check it out. And, and so this isn't where we're going to... We're actually going to be doing our show from our studio. Yes. But we got to see... But uh, we got to see their space, which is, like, the super... Another, like, space kind of like ours, which is all, like, super creative people and, like, painters and such. Right. But one of which in, Greg is obsessed with. Okay, so so where one of their offices is, is in this art studio in Northeast Portland. And so there's different galleries that are within there. And when we were going through kind of getting the tour, there's one of the galleries that I am obsessed. I want to make it my mission to see if I can get this guy onto the show <laughs> and do an interview with him. So one of the artists there is, I kid you not... And I haven't even met him yet. I've just heard about him and saw his artwork. No, you are so obsessed with this. This guy is Saddam Hussein's former portrait artist. Literally, Saddam Hussein's portrait artist. Like, and he was kind of forced to do it, from what I understand. And, uh, you know, you kind of don't have a choice in that matter if you're... I would imagine during the time of uh, Saddam Hussein, if he said you did something... You you, did it. You did it. Yeah. Yeah, because I can't imagine what the repercussions would have been. So he was Saddam Hussein's portrait artist. Like, for real. Yeah. Like when you when you saw them uh, going into you know when, when during the invasion and all that stuff when they were going into the palaces those portraits on the wall he did some of those this guy and he escaped he he made it out and and that's it was quite a journey to to escape from there from too, what I understand which, from what we yeah. understand yeah yeah and so we're I'm hoping that I can get him to uh, come on and just talk about that experience because I would love to do an interview with this mm-hmm. guy so we're gonna we're gonna work on that. 
See if we can get. Yeah, that. so that was and he's cool. an amazing artist. I mean, oh, it's not shockingly, it's not all portraits of Saddam Hussein. <laughs> it's not. No, he's he's a very very amazing artist. Yeah. So we'll we'll see if we can get him on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, maybe you can yeah. talk to Zach about that. Yeah. Oh, and we did also just uh, for the record for you guys uh, who are listening now, uh, Zach also is a proponent uh, like uh, the one and only Bill Oakley. Of malt liquor. So yeah. I actually went to the store this morning at 9 o'clock in the morning <laughs> <laughs> to, to my local plaid pantry here in town and bought three steel reserves that we're going to be imbibing in celebration. Oh, boy. I know. Even when I was buying them, my stomach hurt just looking at them. Yeah, this is like the And the old lady days. was kind of judging me a little bit. Like, I was just like, huh. I'm not, well, I was over-explaining, of course, because I'm like, oh, I'm not going to drink them until this afternoon. And she's like, I don't care. Oh. <laughs> You, you, I could only imagine you over-explaining that. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you're buying Steel Reserve at 9 in the morning, you should get a little bit of judginess. Oh, totally. I think that's okay if you get just a little bit. Not like saying anything, but a little look like, ah, oh, all right. All right, that's the kind it's of person you are. It's gonna kind of day it's going to be for you, huh? <laughs> See how things are going it's, for you. It's shaping up to be a real good one. <laughs> <laughs> so we will imbibe in a little bit of that. Oh, my but goodness. Since we have so many stuff to get to, though, do we want to just do some World of Crazy? We have so many stuff. So many, so many. <laughs> Stuff and things. That's my good talking words yes. I'll use. Wow. Yeah. That's just a taste of the talking words. Wow. Oh my gosh. I got to blow people away in the Portland metro area. I got a whole arsenal of talking <laughs> words. Oh man, dude. I probably can't talk about penises very much then. Oh. Uh, on the other. Uh, I don't know. Why not? Probably. Yeah. All right. Just to, to warn you all, it's been a while. I do have a penis story today. Okay. So I'm just letting you know. All right. This was sent to me, so don't get all pissy at me. This was sent to me many, many times, and it's somebody who did something to himself. So. Okay. There's that. All right. Hello, my friends. Nothing's changing. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. I do have, it's like kind of crazy sporadic. It's, it's, it's sporadic crazy today. Little here and there and everywhere, a smattering, if you will. Yes. Okay. Okay. But of course, we start in my favorite state of all states. We go to Florida. Florida. Out of Deland, Florida. Deland, sure. Like it matters, right? Yeah, that, okay. that sounds right. All right, Deland, I'll Florida. A pregnant Florida woman has been arrested for attacking her roommate in a butter fight. A butter fight. A pregnant Florida woman has been arrested after attacking her roommate in a butter fight. To Deland, Florida we go. Authorities in Florida say a woman has been accused of attacking her roommate during a fight about butter, but blamed the hormones from her pregnancy to be the cause. Jennifer Feigley, 24 years young, who is six months pregnant, became enraged Tuesday night when her roommate asked her why she put butter on the stove. Bigley did not like being asked that by her roommate. She allegedly struck her then in the head, punched her in the chest, uh, choked her, and then hit her with a spoon. Wow. Yeah, All because she, she just asked why there was butter on the stove? She asked why there was butter on the stove. Why was there butter on the stove? I don't know. So it says, uh, so Feigley admitted to the attack when the police arrived, when questioned by deputies, and told told the police that, no, 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 she's totally a sane, logical person, but she just got super upset because of the hormones from her pregnancy. <laughs> uh, yeah, what a convenient excuse. That is one thing pregnant women can really get away with about anything. Well, no, they can't, because she was arrested and charged with battery and taken oh, to county jail. <laughs> well, that's good. That's <laughs> Lord good. is keeping it classy. I mean, that's the thing. I think pregnant women, they can cut in lines. They can do all kinds of stuff and get away with it. Oh, yeah. 
Because then they can just be, oh, sorry, I'm pregnant. It's the baby. I have to eat. It's and then the you baby. Cut, yeah, and then you just cut in line. They get away with stuff all the time. I don't see pregnant women cutting in oh, line. pay attention. You'll see it happen. You'll see it happen. Pregnant ladies will try to get away with every anything. I guess then I'm not really around a lot of pregnant ladies. No, I say that now, but all my friends are getting to be like baby-making age. Well, you'll see them out and about. Okay. And then you'll see them. They'll, they'll get away with things that, who's going to say anything? I don't say anything to them. Mm. I sit there and I judge them. Silently, but I don't do anything about it. Because <laughs> then you're the asshole if you're like, "Hey, you just cut in line." Oh, well, she's pregnant. So who are they going to blame? Who's going to Who's going to look like the ass? It's well, going to be me. Do you know what? Well, you can't get away with that. That shit apparently in Deland, Florida. Yeah, well, that's, that's yes, that's good. That's good. So uh, yes, <laughs> her six month pregnant ass has been shown thrown in <laughs> county jail. <laughs> Next up to Newington, Connecticut, we go. Police in Connecticut say they're looking for a man who smashed his vehicle into a gas station, not to burglarize it for money or anything else, but to steal a single banana from the shelf and eat it before he left. He smashed into it to get a banana? He smashed into a convenience store that was attached to a gas station, smashed open the door, walked in, took a banana from the shelf, ate it, and then left. Nothing else was taken. Wow. <laughs> so the store, the store surveillance, surveillance video shows a Ford Freestyle. Ooh, what's that? It sounds so sassy. Uh, with Connecticut license plates being backed repeatedly into the store and then breaking the glass doors, which set off the alarm at about 2 a.m. The man was gone before the police arrived. Uh, authorities describe him as a black man who was wearing a brown hat, dark jacket, and dark pants. Uh, he did leave his car behind, but they don't know who it was licensed to. But he really just wanted a goddamn banana, Greg. So he probably stole a car, backed it into there to get a banana, and then... Then took off. I think that might be the case. And they didn't catch him, even with all of the video surveillance and everything. No, they didn't catch him. Wow, well, that's. I'm pretty surprised. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they're even letting that out because that means it seems like it would be really easy to. <laughs> Not that I would ever do something like that, but I'm saying it makes it sound very easy to get. I just don't it. think I would ever want a banana that badly. <sighs> Bad, badly, bad. I'm not sure which badly. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just say it with confidence. That's all. The all matters. right. Badly. Yes. Ooh. All right. Attention, you Twin Peaks fans out there. This story takes place in a bar called One-Eyed Jacks. Uh, when Travis James Rodriguez, 22 years young, allegedly refused to put down his gun that he was brandishing outside of a popular Orlando bar called One-Eyed Jacks, cops took him down. With a taser to his eyeballs. Oh, God. Therefore, actually leaving him legitimately one-eyed Travis. <laughs> when the police report released uh, states that Rodriguez pulled the pistol out of his waistband and held it up, uh, threatening people at the bar. Uh, when officers arrived and he wouldn't put down the gun, an officer deployed his taser, which is one of the ones that has the little flying out, uh, like, prong things. Yeah. And it hit his eyeballs. Oh. <gasps> Yeah, so he had removed his gun from his waistband oh, and was holding it up to his chest level, parallel his to his body. As a result of Rodriguez turning his body, uh, as the police officer fired the, the taser, one of the taser prongs struck him directly in the right eye. He was admitted oh. to a nearby hospital. It's unclear what led uh, him to pull the gun and then therefore uh, calling the police. He was charged with carrying a concealed firearm and resisting arrest. Well, I'm sorry, you pull a gun on a cop. You're going to lose an eyeball. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the risk that you're taking with that. Oh, that's... Oh, God, yes. that's awful, though. <laughs> so don't go to One-Eyed Jackson, Orlando, brandishing a gun because you will only leave with one eye. Uh, Jacob's in the chat. He's listening live from Connecticut, and he wants to specify that was from West Connecticut, not Eastern Connecticut. Oh, okay, so gotcha. Nowhere near him. Okay. He had nothing to do with it that we know of. Oh, with the, with the banana? 
Oh, is that what there was? That's that, a, the that's banana the banana story. The banana okay. story is in Newington, Connecticut. Okay, yeah, he had nothing to do with it. One of Jacks is in Orlando. Yes. All right. Although they haven't caught the person, so I guess I can't say for sure Jacob wasn't. I know it could have been him. I mean, I can't say for sure, but if I you mean, say you can't... He didn't, I trust him, but I don't know for sure. It would not be right of you to like make a statement a hundred percent either way. You can't say a hundred percent. My favorite headline of the day reads as such. A teenager ingests meow meow and cuts off his own penis. What? A teenager ingests meow meow and cuts off his own penis. Please explain what meow meow is. A 19-year-old in England got high on a drug that kids call these days meow meow before stabbing his mother, she lived, and slicing his own penis off. The West Sussex teen, Sussex, that's a hard word to say, the West Sussex teen, whose name has not been released, took mephedrone, not methadrone, mephedrone. What? Uh, M-E-P-H-E-D-R-O-N-E. Mephedrone. Meph, like with an F. Which apparently on the streets, the kids are calling it meow meow. What a badass sounding drug, huh? Wow, yeah, that sure is. What happened hey, to you want to go get some ripped on, ripped on some meow meow, yo? What happened to just smoking a bowl behind the school? <laughs> My day. Back in my day, we smoked bowls behind the school. <laughs> wow, old man. Uh, so his mother called the police, saying that her son had tried to stab her and then ran into his room. When police arrived, they found him dangling from his bedroom window and then discovered he had sliced oh, off his penis. God. Don't do meow meow, kids. Well, this does have a little bit of a happy ending. Surgeons were reportedly able to reattach. His penis. Even he though, doesn't deserve he, it. I was just gonna say he does not deserve that. If he's cutting off his own penis, he does not deserve to have that penis. Meow, meow. This is what this is what the kids are up to now. Yes. And well, in in England, those crazy English kids. There's meow, meow. There's bath salts. There's crocodile. That one I've I've read up on. Oh, that one's so Do gross. Do not ever Google Don't. images of crocodile. Don't of that drug. Oh. Don't. Yeah, I still have nightmares. Over no, that. I accidentally did that. I didn't accidentally do that. I, I did it, and I regret it. Why would you do that? I don't know. Because I kept reading all these things about what horrible things it does to people. Oh, so you want to decide to put visuals with I, that? Yeah, I know. I made a mistake. I made a giant, giant mistake. That is a huge mistake. Do not Google. And if you're in the live chat right now, do not post any pictures of anyone. Don't. On no, Crocodile. No, 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 no. Do not do that. No. Hmm, I wonder. Someone's asking if uh, his penis will still function properly. If you cut off your entire penis and they reattach it, did things like reattach? That's one thing I never want to have to find out. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, quite I'm honestly, assume, I'm curious about that. I'm going to assume that it doesn't, uh, it's not going to work quite the same. And I don't know about the wonders of science now. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. It probably just kind of dangles there. Oh. Then finally, three of my favorite words. A Florida man? A Florida man has been arrested and charged with assault after biting off a piece of his neighbor's ear when his neighbor refused to give him a cigarette. Oh, yeah. And police say, him. Police say Albert Felipe started ad- acting belligerently toward the victim, 54-year-old John Ott, after patting him down looking for a cigarette. Now, John Ott said that he didn't have any extra cigarettes on him. Albert Felipe said, you want to fight then? And the next thing he knew, uh, let's see, the next thing he knew, Albert Felipe got him in a bear hug and started biting off his ear. Ugh. Yes. So an affidavit for Felipe's arrest states that he bit Ott's ear and held on to it as the two men fell to the ground. A neighbor pulled the two men apart and Ott drove, him, uh, drove himself to a local hospital where, yes, he had in fact successfully bit off the bottom half of his ear 
but it was able to be sewn back on. All over a cigarette? All over a cigarette. Well, somebody loves Albert Felipe because he was charged with battery but was released on a $3,000 bond from Palm Beach County Jail. I don't know if I would go help out a buddy who bit off an ear. I, I might be like, you know what? Spend a couple yeah, days just, in there. Just cool off a little bit. I mean, if that's what it was. Because then I'd just be nervous that he'd do it to me. Mm-hmm. So, attention, my friends. Don't bite off any ears. I may or may not help you. I'm unsure yet. <laughs> so what Greg is saying is if you find yourself in trouble, he's not the man to help you. Well, no, I'll help. I'll help. <laughs> oh, will you? <laughs> but if you're biting off an ear, that that seems a little bit... I don't know. Yeah, and as Keely notes, only three thousand dollars for the uh, for for the for the bail. That does seem rather low. Yeah. Well, it says three thousand dollars bond, which maybe it's thirty thousand dollars because if it's only ten percent, is that how that works? Yeah, because I think you only have to put you put down ten percent of uh, of the bail. Really? That's all you have to do. Then what's mm-hmm. the point of it? I thought you had to put up all of it. No. So if you're like if if someone has to bail you out and you're being held on ten thousand dollars, you uh, can put down a thousand and get them out. Well, then what's the point? I don't know. I don't understand. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. I mean, I did spend an hour and 40 minutes yesterday in jury duty, so I do know a bit about this, clearly. Yeah, I thought that you were going to be kind of an expert in this. I now. know. Well, clearly I am. But no, it's you like, put down 10%. I don't know oh. if you have to pay the rest of it. or. So that guy only had to put down $300 then, if technically this was a $3,000? No, if it's a $3,000 bond, that means that his bail was probably 30000 Okay. I'm I thinking. don't understand this. I don't either. And why am I... It's like the dumb explaining to the dumb. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm not dumb. <laughs> okay. Well, that's your world of crazy. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Is our... Uh... <gasps> oh, that makes sense. What? All right. So someone's saying, so you put down the 10% because if you skip bail, like, so you put down the 10% to get the person out, but if they skip bail, then you owe the other, like, $29,000 or whatever. Oh, really? You're 27. Yeah. You gotta really trust someone mm-hmm. if you're gonna be doing that, then, because I imagine it wasn't okay. his own money. So it's being—it's basically insurance that if you let them out of jail, they won't run off. <sighs> yeah, friends, just don't don't go to jail. Do we tell you our new show is going to be all about us, like trying to dissect laws without any knowledge of the subject? Yes, law all talk. we're going to do is we're going to tell you exactly like what happens. Yeah, we'll we'll speculate just, everything. We'll speculate we'll everything and solved. never get a concrete answer. Get the world's problems solved. Yep, that's pretty much what we'll be doing. All right. Uh, is our special guest going to be here in just a minute? Yep, oh, it's ringing right here. now. All right, so why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot-com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to, well, not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby. I uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. Favorite liner ever. I know Favorite it is. Favorite liner ever. I know. I <laughs> the full dot-com scenario. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Present. All right, uh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. What's sitting in front of me now is terrifying amazing. me. Because it's amazing. I think the last time I had one of these was maybe when Bill Oakley was it in was here. It was with Bill Oakley. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. <laughs> Bill is a huge aficionado of this, but we need to announce our guest. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming now, Mr. Zach Burns. Hello. Thank you very much for having me in. Indeed. Hi, Zach. Do you like your steel reserve? I do. We need to open these now. Absolutely. It's the PM. The, I only had a little like, bit of judgment from the lady at the plat pantry this morning. So nine a, it was a it nine was nine a.m. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, you know because I'll go in there from time to time to get like coffee, like coffee or cigarettes or something, and she's just like, oh, 
okay, when I brought up the three steel reserves. You know, judge her right back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What is she doing? What is she, what is she, who is she she's, to judge? Yeah. She's on the ass end of that transaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If you had to be on one side of that situation. Oh, boy. The yeah. first the first, sip the first is cut is the deepest. Oh, God. It is. It's like <laughs> siphoning gasoline. And then you adjust. So you know what you actually... Adjust. What scares me about this is because I had it set up in my mind about how terrible it's going to taste. It wasn't as terrible as I planned it to be. Mm -hmm. So now I'm actually pleasantly surprised. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's why why I add a lime. You add a lime to any beer. Isn't that what you were saying? That it was like the Martha Washington? I call it the Martha Washington. It's I I get a frosted (laughs) mug and I I fill it with a couple of limes. Uh And then I add the 40. Or whatever malt liquor I'm drinking. That okay, that sounds amazing. In in where my home state of New Jersey, mm-hmm. there is what I think is pretty much just moonshine in a bottle, and it's called Thunder Cobra because that's an animal. <laughs> Thunder that's awesome. Cobra. That is that's an animal that's that exists amazing. in nature, and it's ninety nine cents. <laughs> and you want to talk about judgment? This I, I first started drinking them after I had lost a, a radio gig. Uh huh. And initially. You know, you get you get fired because of format flips, or you did something bad. Mm. Uh, did you do something bad? Both. Was there a format? <laughs> yeah, we did something bad, which led to a format flip. <gasps> you didn't kill anybody, did you? No, I mean there was no violence. Okay, it, was just it wasn't words. like a water drinking contest. It didn't involve like dry ice or anything. The thing is, there was a lot of violence in the show. Yeah, it, but it was the words. The words get everyone upset. Mm. Words hurt. Yes, words. Words hurt can so hurt badly. Oh my gosh! So you you get laid off. You're like, oh whatever. I'm just gonna go find another gig. So the next day, you're up at eight a.m. doing resumes, filling out applications, mm-hmm. contacting your contacts who are still in the industry, and then slowly you knock off that process earlier and earlier. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, at five, I've been applying all day. I'll yeah. take. I'll kick back, have a Martha Washington, <laughs> watch the news. Why would you ever rename something called Thunder Cobra? Like, you've peaked there. You cannot get better than Thunder Cobra. It's true. I, you know, if, looking back on it now, it was a pretty awesome thing. But yeah. I, when I was buying it, I actually kind of had a little bit of shame. Yeah. Walking yeah. out with a grocery bag full of Thunder Cobra. That is so... Because when Greg and I were laid off from KUFO, that is exactly the same thing we did. Like, yeah. that's why we started this show, is like we started every day doing the podcast and drinking a Mickey's. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, like, hey, we're there's, laid off. There's something Why not? Like being laid off from radio and mm. malt liquor that is just perfect together. Then, you know, as, as the weeks go by, <laughs> and it, it took me about two months to find a new job. Mm. By the second month... You mean it I didn't mean, take you five years? <laughs> <laughs> Bam! I had a different job strategy, job finding strategy. It wasn't... Um, Maybe you just don't have enough Twitter followers. I don't. I don't have nearly enough. And mm-hmm. that translates to radio success. <laughs> Absolutely. Directly translates. Well, he is, he is a white man, Sarah, so... <laughs> That's why I don't get... Why doesn't Pepsi have a radio show? They have like 2.2 million followers. <laughs> <laughs> Barack Obama. He would have a huge radio show. Uh, and then, oppressor. So like four weeks in, I'm like, well, I'll just have one before all my friends who have legit jobs come home. And, you know, I'll be a little buzz before. But <laughs> it's still like funnier. I put in three hours of, of applying for jobs. And then by like week five, probably, I am wasted yelling at Judge Judy defendants <laughs> <laughs> by like one o'clock. And the worst thing about daytime TV is that it real the commercials really remind you you should not be at home oh, watching TV. They shame and if you, you are, you should be cleaning. <laughs> yep. And they're they're always suggesting like 
other career was like, hey, you like touching bodies? I bet you like touching bodies there. Why don't you be a massage therapist? The hell else are you going to do? Come on in. We'll let you touch some bodies, and then you'll get paid for it eventually. Or it's like, you must be hurt, because why else yeah. would you be home? Yeah. And I doubt your injury is your fault. Hurt or you or must though. be stupid. Go back to school. Right. Dire <laughs> financial situations, too. Yeah. Like, you are an idiot. You cannot manage your money at all. No. Because you're home right now. What so, are you doing? <laughs> let's get you some credit. And or they have you know yeah those awful technical schools that have the saddest testimonials ever. Oh God! It's like well I was on pace to lose all my teeth but thir- by thirty but I still got seven left <laughs> thanks to Brad. <laughs> Never without crest now. <laughs> so it motivated you to brush your teeth. That's but, good. Which so you feel worse during the commercials but then you know Judge Judy comes back. It's, it's such addictive programming. Yeah. I mean, once, once you settle into Judge Judy, there's no way you're not going to stick around for the verdict. Mm-hmm. Soon as a verdict is delivered, the next case is introduced, and you're like, ah, God damn it. She sucks you in, the yeah, Judge she Judy. She does. I was obsessed when I was laid off. I was obsessed with cheaters. Oh, that was when I the show remember. was on all the time. Remember, I was obsessed yeah. with that. I would watch it every day. And I would I, I would like plan I would like set my alarm clock not to get up for work but to make sure I could watch. Cheaters. That's the guy with like the really low voice. Like, <gasps> yeah, well, the- we've seen Tom at the convenience store. Yeah, and he's with another woman. Are you prepared? Just exploiting for this, right this personal yeah. tragedy people are yeah, having. He got like stabbed too. I saw the he one did. where he got stabbed and like on a boat. It was pretty. That's amazing. commitment. Joey Joey Greco. No uh, Joey. Something that sounds about right. And uh, I can't remember. All right. Yeah. But everyone needs to have their shame show. But so you've worked in radio for a long time. About a decade now. About a decade. Yeah. So how did you get your start? Uh, this my, is Zach Burns, by the way. Everybody. Zach Burns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, We've already talked about you when you weren't here. Oh, good. It's true. Yeah. Total shit talking. Uh, yeah. I deserve a lot of it. I deserve every word. I'm sorry. I've stabbed you guys in the back so many times that it's finally coming back to me. I'm leaving. I'm leaving this town with zero friends and even a, and a girlfriend who's like, yeah, I guess I'll go. <laughs> hey, she likes you enough to move with you. That's she does. good. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty big. That's a, that's a good. That's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't have to have any sort of domestic dispute about who gets the cat, which is about as far as adulthood as I've gotten to. Zach, you guys are just crazy. <laughs> are you bringing the cat with you? I'm not initially because again, I'm just I'm moving into uh, a woman's house. Basically. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and here a, a great thing about that is she does laundry service on Friday, so I'm moving in with my new mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great because uh, you're you're staying, you're renting a room in an, uh, an elderly woman's home. I don't know if she's is she elderly. El- I don't think she's elderly. She's not. You know, she's not. She works from home. I'm guessing she's in her mid to late fifties. So I guess that's elderly in some you circles. You better be careful. She's probably a cougar. Oh god, I hope. She's oh not. yeah, that's exact. She's moving a strapping young lad in. She's gonna happen to be going to the bathroom in her. Laundry. You're you're a cougar's wet dream. Oh. You're going to work on a news station. Like, come on, you have the <laughs> yeah, spectacles. To, to explain this, so Zach's part of X Ray FM, which we've been talking about, but also he is going to be. Working another job, which I don't know if I can say what it is or not. Yeah, you know, you know how weird it is. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I won't. Stations say, like but... to put out press releases that nobody reads. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not like someone's going to pick up and be like, Zach Burns is going to do this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, we Zach got himself a pretty cool gig. I so, did. I yeah. have a yeah. nice job, and it's in Seattle. It's only three hours to the north, so it's not like a, a complete relocation. Yeah. But uh, I will be out of Portland, and I'm getting so sad about it. Are you? So sad, yeah, because everything that I took, you know, that you take for granted, it's like, oh, this is the last time I'll ever do this. This is it. This is the last time I won't pay sales tax. This is, you know, the last time I'll really convince myself that the Blazers have a chance to do anything. This is the last time I'll roll my eyes at someone in a timber scarf. It's just so many things that I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I am gonna miss about about Portland. 
And it, because the, this move happened really, really quickly, I'm trying to. It's like I'm almost like a terminal patient. Like I'm trying to live life to the fullest. <laughs> I in know. These last in these last waning and hours. Greg and I were bummed because we just met Zach this past weekend. It's like, oh man, we could have been friends. And we would have been great friends. Not anymore, though. No. Apparently no. not. It was just not in the cards. Nope. <laughs> this is the last time I will know was, you both by your it. first names. <laughs> After this, it'll be Pally, Fella, Fury. <laughs> what's, what's up, up there, champ? Hey, how's uh, that thing doing? What's your go-to when you forget someone's name? And it's like, what's up? Mr. Pally. Pally? Yeah, because it's sound- Pally. Because then they focus on that I'm using a strange word. Instead okay. Of, you know, an old throwback word instead of the, the tactic. Yeah, instead of how I've, I've just forgotten their name. Yeah, because then they're trying to think, did he just insult me? Or did Pally? It, that, hey, Pally. It does sound sort of sarcastic. It does yeah. sound sarcastic. You sound like you kind of want to be punched in the face. <laughs> What's up, Pally? Hey there, Pally. <laughs> All right, so Zach, so you've worked in radio so, for a decade. Yeah, the yes. first, uh, so I interned uh, for this show, my first big break, I guess, if you want to call uh, unpaid work a break. I got an internship for a show called The Ron and Fez Show, and it was down in Washington, D.C., and Ron Bennington, I think, is the sharpest mind in radio. And I, was, I went as, in a, as a total fanboy. So uh, I was nervous. Like <laughs> it, we had to write bits every day, and I'm terrified. And I remember the first bit that I ever really was so proud of. I worked on it the night before, like eight hours of total writing and everything. I show it to Ron, like trembling, just, just so scared. I mean, it was such a devil wears Prada thing, except he was not nearly as successful as whoever the devil is. Anna Wintour, yeah, okay, anyone, Anna Wintour. Thank you. <laughs> um, he was a chubby man who smoked too many cigars mm-hmm. and didn't even graduate college. Um, there we go. I just reclaimed ownership over that relationship. Yeah, look at that. Um, and I, I showed it to him, and he scanned it and tore it up and dropped it on the ground. Yeah. And I'm like a precocious, everyone's just told me everything I've done to that point, because I did college radio. What is a professor going to say? Yeah. That's not a good bit. No, you get no guidance like that. So he tore it up, threw it on the ground, and then I went totally like 17-year-old, got dumped at the prom. <laughs> mode just went and hid in the oh. toilet stall until showtime and then just like slinked around during the show and just try to avoid eye contact but he toughened me like, yeah. th- since then you know the skin gets thicker and thicker um, which it needed to be because my, my next gig was the complete opposite I played even though I was being paid my character was this wide-eyed intern who just loved the world of radio and was so excited <laughs> to fetch coffee for the jackass morning host and oh god his, is it a morning zoo kind of thing it, i wish yeah. i wish we didn't like we would look up to if we if we made fun of morning zoos we would be punching up <laughs> that's oh, wow. how bad the guy's name was eh, he'll never hear this you know i, I can curse right yes yeah, fuck you tim downs his uh, <laughs> His one for never let me in your face. bomb a cigarette. Uh, his so the morning host name was Tim Downs, and he was he was almost like a, a jab, uh, just a jabbering insane person. There's a guy on the six bus that I, I ride constantly, and all he does is make rote observations about the weather, and then laughs. He's like, "Clouds are puffy," <laughs> and I see him all the time. That's what a break sounded like. Clouds are puffy. Ha, ha, ha. Here's some Bonnie Wright. It's like, I don't know how the listeners are supposed to connect with you. And then his... Because clouds are puffy. Well, they yeah. are kind of puffy out there. Right. Like, oh, yeah, clouds are puffy. Wow. I can't wait to get around the water cooler and talk about that. Uh, and then because his last name was Downs, the show was called Up With Downs in the Morning. Oh. Which totally oh, sounds oh, oh. like you wake up... <laughs> I thought you were going to yes, say a touch is. of the Downs. <laughs> well, it sounds pretty close to that. Yeah. Up uh, with the- Downs. Up with Downs is like, wake up, pop a volume, and then just settle in, because we are going to play cock rock from the 70s. Hope you like Foghat. Um, and he, uh, my character's name was The Breeze Boy. The Breeze Boy. The Breeze I am, Boy. I am 
at, at this point, I'm a six foot four, <laughs> 195. You know, like to think of myself in in the throes of adulthood. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm the breeze boy. I'm like, oh, let's go to Al with the traffic reports. Al's so helpful in the morning commute. <laughs> so that was the God. yeah, that was oh, the that's first embarrassing. Gig. And so and every Friday, I did this pre-recorded segment called "On the Job with the Breeze Boy." And it was all about. The so, did you never have a name like for this particular job? Were you just referenced as Breeze Boy? Breeze Boy Zach. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but that was all it was known as. Okay. And then, you know, around the office, people call you Breeze Boy, and w- because they know I hated it, because yeah. I was like the way I am once I got off the air. So, I'd be like, "Hey, Breeze Boy Zach," like you motherfucker. You don't <laughs> think that I'm not? I'm not going to remember you. <laughs> and then you're on the list, right? <laughs> and then call you out on a podcast ten years later, <laughs> right? Yeah, Dick. So Surprise. That, there's a there's a page from Jeff's handbook. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I've never actually done all done all that. And mm. it, to be honest, it was a really really fun job. And that oh, is, yeah. it was easy. It was my first paying job. Yeah. One of the things that they certainly lie to you about. Um, if you're getting a communications degree, stop. Just stop. <laughs> and I'm not saying stop because it's a worthless degree, but it is. But you don't need it. Yeah. My like my college experience has not been on my resume for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Go to college for long enough to get an internship. Work your ass off of the internship and go from there. That's or exactly what I did. That's, mm-hmm. that's the way to do it. The fact that I had to take communication theory and everything like that. Yeah. You know, it's nice to know about David Sarnoff and Marconi and everything like that. But no one's quizzing you on that for, for a job that's, interview. Yeah. And everyone I've worked for has less education than I do. And I am terribly educated. Mm-hmm. Every host I've worked for, they're like, yeah, I dropped out of 16, just started hanging out a, at a station. Right. Yeah, I make 300K a year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let me see your degree. Oh, that's very nice. I I'm know. Gonna, I'm going to go home and just fuck a bag of money <laughs> at this, <clears throat> next to my GED, if they even got that. Like, one of the right. most successful guys that I've worked for uh, as a producer, he's a great guy, but he's got a lightning bolt tattooed on his head. Right here. Huh? Right, right, right above the ear. Wait. Lightning bolt. Like, and straight back or, like, around the straight ear? Back. Like, like the dude from uh, Sons of Anarchy? Mm-hmm. Like that? Smaller. Okay. Smaller. And he's a great guy. But I just, what you really need to succeed in communications, I'm speaking like I'm some sort of success story, right. but I'm, I'm, I'm not. But I do collect a paycheck. Well, we know where you're industry. going to work, even though we're not talking about it, and that's right. a successful place that right. you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty psyched about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's certainly peaks and valleys. But what you need more than a degree is a complete lack of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And never self-analyze. Everything you do, just pretend like it's the best decision anyone has ever made. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. That is the absolute secret to Donald Trump's success. Because yep. that guy's like he does stupid shit all day long, but in his head it is it was the perfect move. He right. never <laughs> he is never up at one a.m. being like, why did I say that? Mm-hmm. Why did I send that text? Deleting tweets that you've just re-edited and reworded and be like, ah, I give up. It's just it's stupid. Everyone's gonna think I'm stupid. I'm stupid. Because <laughs> uh, if you get a lightning bolt on your head and you keep it, clearly like you do no, no self analyzing at all. Right. You never like there like three weeks later like what the hell? What was what it like? No, that is the greatest like, decision thinking. anyone has ever made. Right. Right. Uh, so that's more important than a, than a degree. I like what the lightning bolt represents. Mm-hmm. All right, that makes a lot of sense. There's no symbolism behind it. There sure is. But you the, just can't well, give a if fuck. If you right. haven't done it, you're too scared to do it, and you'll never succeed. Yeah, that's exactly. true. That's exactly. what you have to do. So we're yeah. getting lightning bolts Yes, we heads? are. Right I would okay. recommend. Okay, yeah. I'll yeah. just shave a spot right just over there. everything you do, make sure it's completely thoughtless, but absolutely the perfect <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> and be passionate about it. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, passion's definitely important. <laughs> yeah. So well, you ended up working yep. at some... I don't know if we can talk about this. The... The former rock star you were working for, David Lee Roth. Yes, yeah, <laughs> um, which is amazing. He so nice guy. Yes, 
you know, he's got a good heart. It's a, good, it's a weird uh, thing. Sweet spirit? I would say sweet spirit. <laughs> he's, I mean, he, he was an EMT, which yeah. is kind of a thankless job. Oh, yeah. And he didn't need to do it, obviously. He could live off that Van Halen money forever. He just liked helping people. But, of course, he, I mean, he's a helpful sociopath. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's, he's definitely crazy, and he's, he does have a really, really big ego. I don't know if the EMT job feeds into that, like, you know, I, I save people through music and then literally through yeah. CPR. Um, yeah, he was, he was fascinating, and he was part of an experiment that CBS Radio tried, which I don't think that they'll ever try again, which was called Free FM, which was to fill the, the gap that Howard left when Howard went over to Sirius. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they just – they did – such a poor job with it. David Lee Roth was going to be the sort of the flagship show for the East Coast. Adam Carolla was for the West Coast. Uh, David Lee Roth had, I think his talk experience up to that point was he had done some fill-in work for maybe Rush Limbaugh. Okay. You know, kind of just some weird stuff here and there uh, in Boston, I think in New York a couple times. And he's got the gift. Like, he can talk forever and ever yeah. and ever. But it sh- it, nothing makes sense. Only in his mind. I, mean, I don't know if that makes him a genius or a lunatic. <laughs> Probably a little bit of both. Maybe a little right. bit of both. <laughs> I mean, it's some of the ideas that he would pitch, and I, I, I gave you guys one word for word. We should have Angelina and Joe Lee come in with Paris Hilton and have them make balloon animals. <laughs> that was an idea. And, you know, he says it all like David Lee Roth. Like, he's still got a Coke bus from 83. <laughs> like, it's it's, it's going to be like the Warren Commission is going to release all of its documents before all the cocaine is out of David Lee Roth's <laughs> system. Uh, so he would just, it would be after the show. And he, he only had one energy level. And it was up. Yeah. Like, up, up, up. So we'd have these pitch meetings and... Just, those are the, the, the type of phrases that he would string together. You know, just think of Mad Libs <laughs> written by someone who really just learned English. <laughs> that would be like his show ideas. But he had a good heart. He just, it, it was, his show was a disaster. He lost all of Howard's audience. Um, Pretty quickly. Immediately. Immediately. Like, yeah. You know, Howard would get 11 shares have and just dominate the town. You know, Bill, I think at one point Howard was responsible for like 11% of all CBS radio's billing. Damn. Yeah, so all those sponsors followed him or just left entirely. David, nobody really was – because his live endorsements, he, he couldn't just sit there and, and read a copy. Like mm-hmm. he had to do some sort of free-form thing on it, as Howard did too. Yeah. But Howard's was funny, like where yeah. David, again, would just play, you know, Vietnamese immigrant Mad Libs. <laughs> like that would be – or he would just – he would blatantly not understand what a product is. Yeah. We had this one thing called Carbonite, which was um, – you could upload all your doc- documents. It was oh, like an yeah. early version of the cloud. Right. You know, putting everything up there. And he's like, so where do they go? Like, <laughs> where does the paper go? He's like, he just did not understand the, tech, <laughs> like, the virtual existence of things. Like, I don't understand. Like, and as this is a sponsor that's paying for him to <laughs> Right. He's like, yeah. can I go visit it? And he's like, no, it's, it, it exists virtually. It's not, you know, it's not like you're sending papers you're to a storage facility. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And he would he would never learn it. It's you know it's like it's like teaching your dad to um, fix his iPod. Like right. you have that conversation quarterly. Yeah, yeah. He's like, all my songs are Bruce Springsteen now. What did I do? <laughs> um, so he was he was a fascinating guy. He only lasted about three months because um, he also mm. he, because he had a big personality, and the GM there was Howard's GM, and was sort of shell shocked from that experience because oh, Howard sure. would push the limits, but Howard could get away with it. Because the station would bill $55 million a year. Mm-hmm. Right. If they had FCC issues or they had, you know, he was a big enough personality if they had complaints from GLAD or anything like that, that they could deal with it. 
Plus, everyone kind of gave Howard a lot more leeway. Like, oh, right. he's a jokester. He doesn't mm. mean this. He's a good guy at heart. With David Lee Roth and with the rest of the characters that were put in the station, they were unfamiliar, you know, mm-hmm. in relative terms to Howard. So every time we said something that upset uh, uh, some sort of group or anything, we really went the other way and, like, really censored the language there. So you have this hot talk station yeah. that's aimed towards guys. You know, there's, like, strippers, dick jokes, right. blah, repeat. Um <laughs> It's hard to do all that oh, yeah. when when you have such language restrictions. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was doomed to fail anyway just because you're going after a really small demographic. You know, it's just the way sports talk radio doesn't get really high ratings. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we had a, a, an insane loyal following for sure, but it, it never really popped. And then when you take away the edginess, um, then it's just it's sort of bland. Like the way we had to talk about things uh, – we even lost ourselves. Like, I don't I, like I trying to even, be all circumspect around some kind of, right. Yeah. Like you would talk about a sex act uh-huh. because that's what you're, that's what we do. And then you're <laughs> right. trying to do it in this metaphor. And then like, you would just get so lost in the metaphor. Yeah. Like, right. or, Say there's like, a banana. There's a banana. <laughs> right. No, it can talk. Going just go the, with me on that. Into the cantaloupe. Right. Banana, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a fruit salad, but the banana is a part of the fruit salad. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Something it would, like that. It, yeah. no, that would yeah. be, it'd be like, I don't even know where all the genitals are right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even so sure what's happening. I don't know who's in the room. I don't know if we're inside or outside. I don't know if it's being videotaped. Like, what is happening? I mean, it was a it was a blast because um, even I mean we, we had a decent share. It was, but it was a very expensive station to own and operate. Mm. You know, the talk show hosts just make more and everything. Um, so we we got really good guests in. So I got to meet a lot of really really cool people. And was every there day, anyone you were starstruck about Hulk Hogan. That would be pretty cool. Hulk you Hogan would probably awesome. get, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's Hulk Hogan. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I would be stoked mm-hmm. about that. Was it after he was uh, dating that chick that looks like his daughter? No, he. Um, this was when. Um, oh, what was what was the name of his reality show? The Hogans, wasn't it? Was it the, Hogan the Hogan family or Home with the? Ho- I don't know. Whatever. Let's just make it up. It was yeah. in. So Home it was. It was before his kid dented his skull. Oh, it yeah. was before him and his wife oh, broke up. His kid killed that kid, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He never came in after that. Yeah, again. but I was Hulk like three times for Halloween. I mean, I, I remember going and for some reason. My, <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> we'll put just, up a picture of Zach on the website so you can try and <laughs> picture him dressed like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you just you buy this short yellow shorts, which okay. it was the eighties. It was like they were just shorts at that point. Right. They weren't long shorts. You know, the the black people of this country hadn't started wearing them, so the white people hadn't started wearing them after imitating them two years later. <laughs> Absolutely. Much, yeah. uh, so everybody was John Stockton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That you had the you know the the red tank top and then they actually sold um, both Hulk bandanas and then his you know, kind of like a, a wig slash skullet thing yeah. that he has yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. The, the and like a stick on mustache thing yep all that so is that do you have do any pictures of this exist <sighs> I probably do oh I don't God. think I have them but my mom does because okay. I mean she was into chronicling. <laughs> <laughs> what I was up to. And she, I'm sure she thought it was adorable. It was a, a relatively wholesome person to look up to. Right, yeah. yeah. Like by 17, I was in oh, William yeah. S. Burroughs and on heroin. So I'm sure she <laughs> she was very excited. She, looking back, the good years was when I was into fake men on steroids pretending to fight. <laughs> oiled up. Yeah, all oiled all up. All greasy. Yeah. That's one thing. I, had I made the con- the, the costume more... Um, you should have been really I should have oiled. I should yeah. have oiled up. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, you've worked with David Lee Roth and... Byron Beck, mm-hmm. who is the crazier person to work with? Boy, I think that you give more leeway to someone like David Lee Roth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Byron's Byron's definitely he's not crazy. And th- I would say about Byron that there is there is a genius in him. And there's a genius in all of us. No, no. not me. 
I'm not saying all of us in this room, sure. Right. Okay. But all of us as far as society goes, no. Okay, that's Like fair. the plaid that's pantry fair. woman giving you a dowdy look. She did. There's no genius in her. And even if she were really good at her job, we would never describe that as this genius. This is true. If she was like, <gasps> I tried I to give re- her a compliment on her hair once, and she didn't like it. She's like, actually, it's a hairpiece. And I'm like, oh, wow. And she has a hairpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a white woman, and she has like, she pulls her hair back. If anyone, it's the plaid on 30th and Belmont. And so uh, she slicks back her hair super tight, and then wears this big poofy. I didn't know it was a hairpiece, but this big poofy, like, like a curly type thing. No, it's like a works? clip-on oh, thing. Okay, but it's right. like this huge thing. And I told her one day, I'm like, I really like your hair. She's like, Yeah, it's a hairpiece. What else can I get you? I'm like, oh, shit, okay. But still, like, you would still want compliments. Yeah, that's what I thought. You get the hair piece so you look better. Right? Yeah, I mean, I would think you're trying to call attention to that. No, I wasn't trying to call attention to her. No, I mean, but her, like, why else would you be wearing it? Mm. I hate that woman. She's such a bitch. I'm putting, actually, before I go, I'm going to stop by there. (laughs) Your hair looks like shit, and I know it's not even real. Just ram a fucking car in the front door. Yeah. Just Just do it. Teach her a lesson. Yeah, and I want to buy things that she looks down on me for, too. (laughs) I want $100 in the lotto tickets. Can I use Oregon Trail for that? I think I was just sad at her disinterest of what I was doing with my life, because I'm like, oh, I'm going to drink these. She's like, I don't care. Yeah, but I'm like, you should care. But you also over-explain and talk. I do over, when I get get nervous, or or anything, I just kind of over-explain. Well, then you get frustrated if people aren't which we never talked about at the beginning greg about my passive aggressive note that i wrote oh yeah we never even all right so this so there's this woman in my building she lives in an apartment complex an apartment complex yeah where this woman has been receiving multiple packages over the past few months and will refuses to pick them up and so they're just piling up in front of the mailbox and it's really annoying so i went on and had a couple of cocktails with my girlfriends last night and when i got home i'm like oh i think i'm gonna finally write a note so i piled up all of her boxes into a big mountain oh you moved them I sure as fuck wow, did. Okay. They were in the middle of the hallway. All right. And I just wrote, Rachel, all of your boxes have been here for months. Don't you want to take them home now? And I put like a billion arrows. It was so passive aggressive. But yeah. I put up all the arrows and stuff. And they were still there this morning. <sighs> Fucking Rachel. Take one. I kind of want to. I well, think you should. yeah, but see, then. Though, I, though, I was looking at the packaging, and one of them dates back to September 30th. Wow. Jesus. September 30th. That bitch has been leaving those out there. I'm, I, I'm not saying take one and open it. Mm-hmm. Just take one and hold one, and then see if that, that spurs it on. Like every day, I'm taking another one. Because there are about six of if them. You want now. your package back? Where are they from? Might need to set up an email address for them. Uh, they're, they're from all over. They're not from the same person. Oh, they're from other individuals. Yeah, they're so from other not, people. They're not like wow. ordered boxes. Like somebody has mailed or. And I, when I was picking up the boxes, moving them around, they're pretty heavy. Now I'm fascinated. I know. know. One of the boxes that she actually did pick up, we talked about this on the show a few weeks ago, had uh, uh, warnings because it was packaged with dry ice. Yeah, but you don't know for sure if she took that. I don't know for sure if she took it. It had like an expiration date on it. It had an expiration date on it. It's also like, you know, open this with caution. It could explode. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Maybe someone took it. Maybe someone else is. See, I'm still wondering if she's even still there. That's what... That's what I want to know. No, because I because found her on the Facebook and she's still alive. We were speculating that she might be <laughs> yeah. dead, and I was going to go by her room to like smell to see if there was like dead person smell. Uh-huh. Um, but she <laughs> she wrote something on. I found her on Facebook, and she wrote something on like the second of January. So to oh, the best of recent, my knowledge, okay. she is among the living. She's just fucking lazy and okay. is leaving all of her back uh, her packages. What a weird there. thing to be lazy about too. I know. Who doesn't yeah. love getting a package and ripping it open? Exactly. That's what I was wondering. I don't like the cut of this girl's like, jib. We just got a replacement part for our washing machine, and it came in a package, and I was excited. Oh, and I, I knew what was inside. It. Yeah, I mean, there was nothing. It was a little piece for a handle, and I'm like, "Good present." Did yeah. you talk to your cat about it when you were opening it? Uh, we don't really communicate verbally, but no. we we exchange looks. Okay. Yeah, knowing looks. I, yeah. That that is such a lie. 
It, I know I am, you do. You look like a cat home. talker. I you do. Totally I a cat do. Talker. I totally do. <laughs> and thank God that no one will ever hear the things, the ridiculous <laughs> things that I, because his name is Gelman, but not when I'm home alone. Then he has all sorts of crazy names, crazy names that I just think of because I know that I'm home alone and he'll never be able to repeat them. And they're not profane or anything. They're yeah. just nonsense. They're Seussian. Like whatever Dr. <laughs> Seuss would name a crazy half fish, half crow. That's the sort of name that I'm coming up. Yeah. I'm going to befriend your lady friend and have her uh, like place a recorder somewhere in your house. No. <laughs> so Please just record you. It would be humiliating. Giving your cat Susie and nicknames. Mm-hmm. I think Professor Pugglesworth came up the other day. That's just something that fell out of my mouth. Oh my like, God. do you want food, Professor Pugglesworth? <laughs> that has to be something How am English. I not dying alone <laughs> with, with sentences like that? <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. I don't oh, know either. So, uh, uh, David Lee Roth versus Byron. Yes. Oh, well. Um, Byron Beck, for anybody who doesn't know, is a local, what, what is he, a man about town? Yeah, he covers the interesting people doing interesting things here. Both okay. on, for, for the most part, he focuses on. Um, food? Celebrity gossip, yeah. for sure. Yeah, he's really big into the food scene. Um, theater art performances mm. really everywhere mm-hmm. it's rare that it's it's amazing because i'll wrangle an invite to something sometime and of course byron's there right? yeah and byron has been there this is the fourth annual he's been there since the inception <laughs> uh, it's, it's very rare that there's like an event with free cheese and, and wine right. where someone's going to talk about th- giving thanks for the past year of great success and he's not there to cover it and take some pictures and everything it's a, it's a fascinating i've never met a media figure quite like him mm-hmm and that his brand is really, really strong. But the thing that sucks about Portland is that it's really hard to monetize things here. Yeah. yeah. You know, everybody's kind of just wants to, it, it's basically, it's the Huffington Post of, of cities. Yeah. Um, I can, like, I can we will, see that. We, we will use your content, we appreciate it, and we will share it around and we will take advantage of it, but we are not going to pay you a, a damn dime for it. And yeah. it, it's frustrating. God yeah. damn, good analogy. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. Yeah, and it's there's only so much that promotion can get you. Mm-hmm. You know, I would much rather take a check at the end of the night than right. you know two thousand extra hits on a blog. Well, and then if you are trying to charge for what you're doing, you know, if you're providing something, then it's oh my god, what are you doing? Like, how dare you try to make me pay for something that mm-hmm. uh, I should be getting for free? And it's that's it's, totally, and it's yeah. so it's really it's hard, so annoying because yeah. you will see you, you, he'll cover really extravagant parties and. When when he and I worked together, we had we had to sell our own show on KXL, which I actually was thankful for at the end, considering what we probably would have been paid had we been on salary. Mm. But um, we would approach some businesses, and there were a lot of there were a lot of great great sponsors that were like, "Yeah, we'd like to help you out. We think you're doing something important." But then there'd be a lot that say, "We just don't have the marketing budget." And then two weeks later, it's like they have this extravagant party where they they rent out all of Departure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's like a seven thousand dollars. Jesus, night. Yeah, yeah, that's not cheap. No, I, it, it's not. So the way the marketing do- dollars are spent here are just it, – it's really frustrating for someone like Byron who does provide true value um, to different events. The fact that he's struggling to monetize it is, mm. is really, really frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Because he is very, very good at what he does. So were you guys friends before you started the show or were you kind of paired up? Yeah. I, I like to think of us as friends. Um, oh, no. I mean like b- before you oh, started no, no, no. the show. Uh, I, I met him in late 2011. He was introduced me to um, kind of a very, very similar fi- figure in town to Jeff. Uh, oh, I don't okay. think quite as extreme as Jeff, but has Jeff-like tendencies, for sure. <laughs> we need to get to Jeff I because I, I'm looking we'll, at the live we'll, chat and everyone's asking. We'll get to okay. it. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, I'll give a brief explanation of who Jeff is, too, here in a minute. Are we going to cut it out? Mm, Are we going to no, say who it is? I'll figure out a way to 
We'll we'll do. We can some say way. who the fuck she is. It doesn't matter. No, uh, well, we'll. All right. By the way, we'll this malt liquor is really good. Yeah, I can. That I first can sip four is know. heavenly, dude. I'm on like yeah. sip halfway done, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. You guys aren't even really drinking yours. Oh, I'm about halfway done. No, I'm okay. I'm close. I'm I'll close finish to half. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is there. There's a. It's different being drunk on malt liquor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an old fashioned. Lowbrow drunk. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. It is an amazing drunk. I think that I my two best rants on the Iraq <laughs> War. Uh, one, oh, wow! All right, both to my brother <laughs> were definitely malt liquor fueled. Just, I mean, I think I went off for like an hour <laughs> for some reason, unprompted. I'm sure. I'm sure he was like, uh, "Should we get more appetizers?" Let me fucking tell you about why this false invasion is bullshit. Just not even answering the questions. That he was posing or anything. <laughs> that just makes me imagine, like, if they had the UN summits where they were each supplied one steel reserve before they talked. <laughs> yeah, you can't imagine do more how than how entertaining that two, would be. Like, at a time. You no. can't do more, like, you can't have more than but 48 ounces. One steel ounces reserve, of- and then they put them in a room and let them go. <sighs> yeah. I just see what happens. I actually had an internal struggle today because I know that, so Zach had told us that he liked steel reserve, but they were right next to the Mickey's, and you and I, you know, drank Mickey's for. A long, we long did. time. We did. But I did pick the Steel Reserve. Mickey's does make you feel... Mickey's is the, is the classiest, I think, of, of the malt liquors. Yeah, it kind Because of, it comes in the little bottles that are sort of artisan. And it, and they, you're oh, like the little... The like little the green shoot, ones? Or, or do no, you the guys, grenades? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, but those are... No, those are bullshit. You always have to get the 24 Oh, you get the 24 oh, okay. Yeah. All right, very Can good. you still get grenades around here? I haven't seen them for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. you? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The store across the street from me. They uh, have, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that keeps them in business. Well, I used to buy six packs of Old English until I realized, like, I don't remember going to bed for, like, the past week. Like, okay. every night. Like, I kind of remember American Horror Story, but I it's right the end yeah. there. for, like, the last 15 minutes. Because it's just because you drink them, and you're right, the first sip is poison. Right. But then you get used to it, and then you start to love it. So yeah. you drink it like beer, not realizing it has, like, double the alcohol. Oh, yeah. Totally. As beer. And then all of a sudden, you are just just drooling on the couch and yeah. someone's upset with you because you just want to <laughs> sleep there. No, it's so comfortable. It isn't Mr. What'd you call him? Mr. Buggleworth? Yeah, Mr. Buggleworth? Prof- professor. 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 Respect his education. Mm-hmm. I am. Sorry. I He's need to tenured. respect the cat PhD. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. All right. Should we talk about Jeff or should we talk about X-Ray first? Well, let's Which, talk about X-Ray and then, and then merge then we'll in and then Jeff. go into okay. Jeff. Okay. All right. So X-Ray. Can you explain? Well, welcome to the sweet. X-Ray family. Thank you. Ooh, family? That's creepy. No. Is this, some kind of, <laughs> is this like family. a cult thing? What's going on? We're as much a family as like when you buy a Saturn and become part of the Saturn family. That's we're, a great reference because they've been out of business for four years. I'm quite tough. Have they? Yeah, they're gone. Saturn's oh, gone. I they were one of the GM brands. So we all have to move into a studio together. That's part of the uh, We'll have to live together, right? Everybody yeah, has to live together. Except Every- for Zach. He's totally jumping ship. And I, am, I am bailing. Right. This co- is what he does. He befriends people and then moves to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is great, my, great that job. Is my trend. Way to go, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> he's the coyote for uh, X-Ray. <laughs> yeah. What if he doesn't even actually really work for them? <laughs> we haven't really met anybody else. That <laughs> <laughs> is true. <laughs> what if this is like a big fucking like, like punked thing? This is wow. a, my big Andy Kaufman bit where I'm just oh, going to different podcasts fucking... be like, how would you like to be on Terrestrial? But I'm moving. But trust me, everything will work out. Bye. Yeah. We have a sword in the other room. I will cut a bitch. <laughs> Greg, we really don't have anything. It's true. It's true. We don't. Yeah, I All right, well, I Zach, should... tell us about this alleged <laughs> X-Ray FM. Uh, well, in the world that I've created, yes. uh, yeah, there is, there's, there's a new terrestrial signal that's going to come on board in, in a few weeks. 
Um, it's a it's a great hybrid of talk programming and music programming, and you know now it's it's fun to, to talk with people who have worked in the Portland radio landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, where it is it, it is sort of a frustrating market here. There's there are frustrations to be had. Where I don't I when some I, more know, so than others. Yeah, there's frustration, and then there's just unquivering anger that right. rots your soul. <laughs> there is a difference. Yes. Um, but frustration you can do something with. You can look at, at what's happening and try to, to, to fill a void on, on the airwaves that isn't being fulfilled at, at the moment. Mm-hmm. And Portland, for sure, I mean, it's got such an ethos, such an attitude, such a, you know, there's there's scenes here that nobody really taps into, especially in radio. Um, so when this signal came about, you know, certainly there's, there's um, I mean, there's some pretty good music stations here but i don't think there's anyone that's truly serving the interest of of the portland radio listener yeah mm-hmm. and then as far as talk pro- programming goes which is my my definite background like i'll, I'll leave the music people to really talk more about the music at my yeah we're music. all hot talkers yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah there's no one i mean kpoj probably came the closest as far as commercial stations go opb definitely does some they do some really great programmings um but then they turn it over to the BBC mm-hmm. often they, they're mm-hmm. getting a lot of stuff piped in from Washington and Boston and it's quality stuff for sure um, but it's not really talking about the things that ever, Portlanders are curious about waking up every day because mm-hmm. yeah. Portlanders definitely like hearing about Portland yeah. and that, talking that about Portland true. you know we we like to inflate ourselves as a city and deservedly so in some instances sometimes not mm-hmm. but um I thought it would be a great idea to really explore all the things that make Portland great and have find the people that are, are working in those realms and put them on the air. Yeah. And uh, it, it's been a really, really great experience. I've been working on it for you know now over a year. Yeah, I was going to say, this has been like a, lot of, a while in the works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I remember seeing the X-ray stuff for a while because we didn't quite understand, you know, up until like, you know, the past few months, like exactly what it was. And it's really shaped into something that seems pretty neat. It is. And, uh, you know, Jefferson Smith is involved and Mm -hmm. he's been just fantastic. That guy's a nutball in the best way. I like him. He is great. Mm -hmm. He is great. He is. He is a brilliant mind. He is someone that really elevates the room. Uh, He's he's super smart. Uh, He's he's truly caring. He um, and when he sets his sights, um, on, on really building something new, he's mm-hmm. uh, there's no one that really compares to him. Yeah. As far as I I'm will give him that. Like he has charisma. Like I, he maybe it's the politician side of him or whatever it is. Because I was part of that uh, uh, backspace. Yeah, backspace. I did a, a, oh, a talk at backspace. Back so he yeah, or back fence, fence, Excuse me. me. Yeah, yeah. So back he did. And, so he did this uh, the talk at the same the same night that Jefferson did. Oh, you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How great was he? Oh, he and was it, fantastic. He was. It. It, it was hypnotic. Yeah, he was, he was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. He is a, he is a tremendous public speaker. Yeah. By the way, I think the only reason I said back fence or back space, whatever it is, because of the malt liquor. I'm blaming on that. So. <laughs> Don't blame it on the malt liquor. The malt liquor is your friend. Don't be a dick. No, this is my convenient excuse for anything. Oh, okay. Sorry, Frank. Mm. All right. There are people in the world that would say malt liquor is their best friend. That's true. Non ironically, like they, it is their Wilson volleyball. Um, I'm looking at this <laughs> slow brewed for exceptional smooth flavor. She just lies. I don't know why they try <laughs> to sell you on quality. Eight point one percent alcohol. Yes. Holy mother of fuck! Are the you kidding me? The whole can should say eight point one percent. It's no just like, called mistake. Oh, I would love to be, visit the brewery sometimes and see how the brewers work. Shut I want to go to a malt liquor brewery. <laughs> Is malt there li- even such a thing there that you can take a to tour be. They, of? They, like, they brew it. I think it's just a cauldron that yeah. some like some angry old Vietnam veteran. <laughs> well, speaking of angry stirring. old people, should we move on to Jeff? Well, X-ray, real quick though. Oh yeah, yes. let's finish up yeah. with that. I'm sorry, he said so, angry old. I saw a segue. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. I was good. I will. That say was it. Good. Okay. I'll figure out a way to say it again. Okay. All right. Good. Um, oh, I have a great way to say it again. Um, 
Yeah, so Jefferson's been. I mean, he really has taken the sta- the station to another level. And there's there's another guy named Jim Sandberg who has really really uh, done some great things. Tim Marcroft has on the fundraising side has been tremendous, and he's just been uh, such a, a one man support system for Jefferson. Uh, and then we have some great shows. You know, there's there's people here who are doing extraordinary things on a daily basis, and they're not being covered. Mm-hmm. And not only are they going to be covered now, we're going to hear their voices. Including you guys. We're you know? so excited. You're, you're part of yeah, it now. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for it to launch. And it's going to launch very, very soon. Are you going to do a show on it? I was. I mean, it's not can't here you anymore, though. I know, but can't you I still? could, but that, you know. I really think you should, because I've never really, you know, talked to you a great length on the microphone, but you're very funny. You and, should You should. my show is going to be so humorless, too. <laughs> <laughs> because, oh, like, do you do... Are, Oh, you're like straight talk? No, 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 like no. Like Dolly no, Parton, no. some straight talk going on? I still, that sometimes I'll be like, so straight talk, straight talk, everything's going to be all right. That will flow well, through my then, head yeah. every so often. Why that? Why is that song still in my head? I saw that movie once at a weird sleepover oh my at my gosh. friend Brett Vigers' house that we were allowed to order that or Police Academy 6, which he had already seen, so we ordered straight talk. And oh that song is God. still in my head. Dolly, it's Dolly Parton, man, with uh, oh, yeah. the best little whorehouse in Texas, like Hard Candy Christmas. Oh, will get that. stuck in my head. All it's it's her amazing. Uh, she's Dolly. She's what Dolly. can you do? Yeah, I want to go to Dolly her. World. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I want to work at Dolly World. <laughs> all right. Where was I? I don't know. You were still talking. That's right. Oh yeah, my. I mean, the show I was going to do is we call the Millennial Retort, uh, which was kind of I hate all this millennial bashing that yeah. the older generations seem to do. It's it's so goddamn frustrating that we're this like just generation of lazy Instagrammers and everything. It's it's completely the opposite. And uh, there's a local cartoonist in town. Obviously, that's redundant. Um, named Matt Boris, <laughs> and he's he millennial bashing is often the the concept of it or the the subject of his cartoons, and it's just brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then when I, I watched this show called The Newsroom, mm. Aaron Sorkin's yeah. latest entity. I like that mo- yeah. movie. I, lo- I like it. And the, but there's a rant in the beginning uh, that d- kind of sets the tone for the whole show where Jeff right. Daniel Greatest, says you yeah. were part of the worst period, generation period ever. And that just set me off. So mm. what I was going to do is essentially take that phrase and disprove it twice a week. Gotcha. Um, okay. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks a, for telling us about a show that we don't get to hear. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Wasn't that a great that. concept? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, so hopefully yeah, somebody that was an interesting concept. Over. I'm glad I'll never get to know what happens with <laughs> it. <laughs> but there is going to be a lot of good programming on. Extra. There is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you guys will be. You'll. You'll be on. Of course, Jefferson Smith has been doing a show called Thank You Democracy for the past few months, and of course, he's a natural. He's just. He's been interviewing different change makers uh, within the community, and he's a great, great interviewer. And didn't you say he has his dad on sometimes too? Yeah, he does a sh- he does a segment <laughs> called News with My Dad, which really somehow works because I think if I did news with my dad, he'd be like uh, Obama, Kenya, bye, you know, <laughs> see you <at> Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, but his dad is whip smart and got really funny takes, and it's it's you know there's a sentimental thing in it too as as well. Like here's a father and son doing the news together, it really works. So he's going to do that as well. Uh, the Feast Food Festival. Um, they're going to do a show called Portland Food Radio, and it's Carrie Welch and Mike Thielen, two of the leading food experts in town. Nice. I'm really, really excited about them. So, yeah, we have a lot of great programming. Of course, uh, Carl Wolfson will be opening the broadcast day every morning from 7 to 9. Nice. And he was, you know, the KPOJ morning man. He's been doing his show online really successfully for the past year. We're going to broadcast the entire Tom Hartman show, which is, is pretty awesome. Tom isn't local. But has Portland roots, right? And sort certainly in his, in Portland quite often, and will be in Portland hopefully mm. more often because he'll be on the station. And uh, you know, he, his mindset I think really is is much 
more aligned with the Portland mindset than you know the dominant figures right. spouting politics on the air right now. Yeah. Somebody with the initials LL. LL and, and <laughs> yeah, LL who is just an angry old man. Oh yeah. Well, ooh. yeah. Oh, am I going? So, oh, yeah, go for it, Craig. So you've been talking a lot about uh, you know the different. Uh, I'm not sure, quite sure how to frame all this different kinds of personalities you, and different talents personalities. and such. You've had the chance to meet a lot of different personalities here in Portland along There's the way. One in particular. Now we've addressed this person on the show before, under the name Jeff. Jeff, in actuality, is a female who was laid off from radio about five years ago. Five years ago. Something like that? By, she was laid off from radio before we were laid off from radio. And she has decided to make it her mission on Twitter and, well, mainly Twitter, really. That's the main thing. I don't know. She's blocked me on website. everything at this point. Yeah. Yeah. If you listen to this show in the she beginning- She does not like me We addressed at all. this where, yeah, she blocked both of us off of, off of everything. We're blocked from Facebook and mm. Twitter for her. Um, but she has never gotten over the fact that she got let go from a midday DJ shift where she introduced music happened to kind of everybody in radio yep. you get let go she is still holding on to this to this day and you can still see her rant about it on twitter and uh you and it's had people some... like zach burns like these white cockman oppressors it is if you are, are white stealing all the jobs it's your fault and mm-hmm. if you're a man on top of that you're keeping this no no, no i think man is number one man number one yeah man number one right which I have to organize the hate. the shit out of me. I have to say, I hate it. Like, I know a lot of, like, strong women who work in radio, and I'll be goddamned if I've ever heard a single one of them that I respect ever, like, play the woman card. Right. That pisses me off. And this girl totally just uses that, like, not because, oh, no, she has not a lot of experience, and she was a midday DJ for four years, and that was her experience. Like, no, it's because she's a woman. That's why she's not getting hired. That's yeah, that is... Living. That's... That's someone who really doesn't understand the industry and is just looking for a reason other than you know her own failings um, to to blame her current failures on. It, that that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's yep. a, there's actually there's there are great benefits to be a talented woman in the mm-hmm. broadcast industry. There's Absolutely, always, like yeah. program directors are always always looking. If if you ever look on the job board, I'm sure you guys know what allaccess.com is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, yep. Like so often the last phrase of whatever job paragraph is is written is females strongly cur- encouraged to uh, apply mm-hmm. yeah there's there is definitely always a need for strong female broadcasters well i i have to say i've never had a problem being a woman like being able to find jobs mm-hmm. or you know you know being able to go the places that i want to and it's not because of a vagina it's because i like doing radio and i'm okay at it right and even it, it if if that's going to be the narrative that she chooses to use, mm-hmm. it's not going to get her her next gig. Yeah, you know, you're not going to go. No one's going to be excited to hire you if they know you have such a chip on their shoulder based on the fact that you have a dick. Like, there's no <laughs> one's totally. Yeah, no, it, there are definitely a, a lot of management is white male. This is America. That just happens to be the the way that it works out. Maybe it'll change. I'm a white male. I hope not. <laughs> I like I like being in power. I don't want to relinquish that power. Oh my god! Um, you know, I've never been, as far as I know, perhaps I have. I've never been oppressed, and if I have, I didn't even notice. So it wasn't really a good job. I whoever tried to oppress <laughs> me. Um, but it's, that being said, it, the white males are profit driven, especially in in any sort of management position. Like the bottom line is what your shareholders or those above you look at. Right. They're not going to not hire someone based on your goddamn gender. No. That's so 
lazy. That's such a lazy thing to say. And it's the easy go-to. Yeah. And that that's uh, that makes it even more frustrating to me. That that's, oh, I didn't get this because I'm a woman. That's right, because there's some ridiculous. secret hidden agenda of, oh, we can't have a, wow, she'd make us tons of money, but we're not going to have her on here. What a, what a sense of self-importance that oh is not deserved. Oh, my God. No. You know, to think that there are, there's some sort of conspiracies. Some vendetta uh, against it's, you, you know, because you're that like, important. It, it's like, if I got shot, I would get shot. Right, I would just be shot. That would be in the paper. Like I got shot. If she got shot, she would be assassinated because she thinks uh, she's important enough that her death would be an assassination, yeah. not just someone getting shot. Right, and that that inflated sort of self importance. It's not going to do her any justice. And my initial reaction was to, to have pity and sympathy and everything because I, I do understand. So can we give like a little backstory about how you actually met her? Mm. Yeah, maybe yeah. we shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I, should I be? F- I mean, I'm a little fearful. Yeah, on that. Yeah, like, but you feel f- fearful of her. Um, well, and her, I no, understand no, what he's saying. No, yeah. I totally understand. Mm-hmm. No, I'll take all the blame. <laughs> <laughs> I will give it to you. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. There's there's some angry, angry media figures in town. She's she's definitely the angriest that I've met. Mm-hmm. And the other ones, I, I feel like they have like Byron, for instance. It's not that he's angry. He's just he's ha- has a frustration level. Yeah. But it doesn't stop him from going and doing things. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't blame anybody else for not giving him. It's just like, ah, it sucks that things are all this way. But I- I'm still Byron fucking back. Yeah. I'm still going to move forward. I'm still going to do my thing. And it'll work out in the end if I keep plugging away. Yeah. If you just sit and retreat into yourself and get angry and angrier like, you know, um, like she has – that you're not doing yourself any favors, and that's where my my pity is sort of withdrawn. Yeah, you know it sucks that you know you're going through tough times, and it sucks that no one's hired you and everything. But you're not setting yourself up in a position when you're attacking those because if you attack one, you know, head of marketing or or head of programming and town, oh, yeah. you're attacking you're, them all. You're shooting right. yourself every, in the foot. Right it's there. a very small community. Very in very Portland. small. Yeah, I mean, especially it's a very in that small industry. community nationwide. Yeah, I mean, even if if yeah, she had sure. to go, if she if she had to go somewhere else, um, it, that that sort of stuff would follow her. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you're good at something, it shouldn't take five years to find another fucking job. And that's the well, other thing too is that maybe she was, but. From an industry standpoint, well, now she's now it's been five years since she's been on the air, and the I'll use a sports analogy because I'm a white male. Yes. Um, oh, Greg, we didn't even do ball talk. Oh, that's okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. So, something called ball talk. I want to be involved. In. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> no, it's Greg's sports uh, segment. <laughs> oh, okay, so she like being a midday host on really any station, even a talk station, but especially a music station. That's when people are in their offices. That's when you're getting office listening. It's very, very music heavy. So you're about as important as like a middle reliever in baseball. Yeah, uh, you're. It's you know, you're on the team, but you can definitely be eliminated and. More and more, the midday shift is being eliminated because it's just unnecessary. Personality definitely wins in the morning, um, and and definitely in the afternoon when people mm-hmm. are in their cars. But listening listening habits are very very different during the day. And if you're kind of curating a midday show, yeah, you're providing a service, but you're not that vital. You're not that vital, and you are not really impacting the ratings the way you think you probably mm-hmm. are. It's the music that is. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, you know, there's... The music is speaking louder. You look at the stations that after 9 o'clock, they're like, no more chatter. You know, 10 in a row without any interruptions and everything like mm-hmm. that. They, you know, where in, in morning shows and afternoon shows, they promote the personalities and the funny bits and that uh, funny, the piece of shit bits that their <laughs> channel pays for. Um, God damn, there are some bad morning hosts in this town. Mm. Uh, just fucking terrible. 
Sorry. God, now, I love like me some K103, but that morning show is awful. I listen to this thing, and fuck it. it, it <laughs> one, you can't do crank calls. If, if you're listening right now, and you're a crank call on radio, it's fucking fake. Yeah. You're not allowed to do crank calls anymore. Unless you say, you're on the air for a crank call with our piece of shit morning show. <laughs> so they're, they're talking to actors in, and they didn't, even, they didn't even come up with the idea for the bit. Sorry, this is such a tangent. But I was listening to one the oh, other day, okay. dropping my brother off at the bus station, and I just wanted to sit and honk the horn at nobody in particular, <laughs> but I didn't know how else to express my anger louder. Uh, well, you're sitting there listening and you want to honk your car horn. I just want to sit angry. there and honk the horn and tell someone's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> Listen this is that. fake. <laughs> uh, so not only are they talking to actors, but they're not even coming up with their own goddamn ideas. Right, they get, there's else. this service called Prep Burger um, that sends you every day. They send you bits and they don't even just send you bits like, oh, here's an idea. This would be funny. Wah, wah. Like, oh, what uh, was the one that we used to get every day? Um, was it Westwood I'm, One? No, it was... Uh, I'd have to look back and remember. I can't. Remember. Yeah, but I remember. But yeah, I still get them yeah. from time to time, yeah. like the prep. Like, oh, one check mm-hmm. to this person, and blah, blah, blah. right, it's a good interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is how far it goes. <laughs> this is how goddamn lazy and homogenous morning shows have been. They will not only send you the bits; they'll be like, "Here are the actors you can call. Here's the topics. Here's the setup for jokes." No right? shit. Yeah, and it gets worse than that. Here is uh, like they will get C level. I'm try- yeah, C-level. Kate Gosselin feels like C-level celebrity, right? Like, people do know who she is, but nobody gives yeah. a fuck what she's doing. She just put out a cookbook. What Prep Burger will send you, Prep Burger, for one thing, it's called fucking Prep Burger. Prep Burger? <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. What they will send you is her recorded answers and then send you the questions to make it sound like yeah. you're interviewing her on your own show. And it's via phone. These fuckers can't even get her in studio. <laughs> so you're ans- you're doing this pretend interview with Kate Gosselin, who is just answering these canned questions. And it's the same with, with the crank phone calls that I've noticed at least three major morning shows here do. They're fake, for one yeah. thing. Yeah. And then they're also, these are the questions. These are the responses you get. Here's where the laughs will be. Here's where you can bail on it. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And it's, it's amazing how many um, morning shows here use them. Oh, that is mm-hmm. dirty. Yeah. Oh, and then there's they send you um, parody songs or not, not even like. Do you really hate Monday? We have like 19 songs about how hard it is to get up on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Mondays yeah. are. Remember, like, there was that one. I, we might have talked about it on air because it was so bad. It was about the the. Spanish word of the day, but it was but oh, it was racist as yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, it's like, what do you like? Spanish oh. word of the day. It is chimichanga. Yes, they're mm. delicious. <laughs> it was like so bad and racist. We played wow. those because they one, were racist. Yeah, because we're like every day this they had one. Shit. Oh, I forgot from about that service. That. I may still have because I think I saved some of those because they were so awful. Oh god. If you could, if you like, have a friend in the industry racist. who has a password in a prep burger, it's definitely worth going in and looking. I mean, it's. It will disgust you because you know that there are like at least 400 stations around the country that are subscribing to this, using this. Um, wow. And that, that's that's sort of – that's just a sad cloud around our that, industry. That really Our is. beloved industry that there's just <laughs> really jackasses is. in the morning. And if your show's name is like The Morning the morning Mess or The Morning Fun Time, oh, great God. yo-yo crowd, like you're just – you're garbage. The Morning Mess. I have stumbled uh, upon that mess a couple times. And mm-hmm. it's just awful. It's so bad. Oh. And there's a show called Dish Nation that airs very late at night. And it's supposedly like the best radio shows around the country. Like Kid Craddock, who's dead. 
Um, All right. You know, and um, I don't know. I, I yeah, yeah. But his show fucking blew when he was alive. You know, I'm not going to say he was a bad person. As far as I know, he never hit his kid or his wife. So it's not but live. He, but okay. radio wise, he was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but they, it's still called the Kid Craddock Show, which is just weird For, to me. Wait, it's named after a, a dead guy. Well, he died. Uh, he only died last year. Oh, so he's. The but new his dead. brand is really strong, so they still call it the Kid Craddock wow. Show. His brand. That's like That's the radio dirty. version of Tupac Holograms. Yeah, yeah it is. That's pretty much what that is. <laughs> That's well, it's exactly like, it. If Joe Biden said, well, if Barack Obama died, like, well, I'm Barack Obama now. <laughs> Please call me Barack Obama. His brand is really strong, so I don't, I don't really want to change I'm taking things. over his Twitter handle. It's fine. Yeah, everything. Yeah. It's cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak in tr- truncated sentences. I know who Jay-Z is now, and I'm going to start fucking and Michelle. I love basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, okay. I didn't realize what time it is. Oh, my gosh. We've yeah. got to so where can people follow your adventures? And when are you coming back so you can come and hang out on the show again? Because we have not finished talking about all the radio stuff. Definitely not. Um, I'll be back next weekend, but that doesn't do any, anybody any no, good. No, that doesn't. Um, that does to no good. follow my adventures, uh, I do have a Twitter feed that I intermittently use. Mm-hmm. I want to get more into it, but... We're working on that. I'm episode. trying. I'm, yeah. I, I'm writing the stupidest shit on there just to write stuff on there. That's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Just don't, yeah. d- again, don't think about it. What no is it? What are you on the Twitter? At uh, Zach Kindrichuk, which is my real name, which is something I, I feel like I do have to change. It's Z A K K I N D R A C H U K. U K. Yeah. All right. I'm looking and I write, for you right I now. I write stuff sometimes there. Um, K I N D E R A D R A. Just O D R A. Yeah. C H U K. Gotcha. Yeah. There I am. And there Every you so are. Often. It's been. A, I think it's been a while since since my last tweet. All right. Well, maybe you should. You know what? I would follow you if you would write all of the names that you call your cat. <laughs> <laughs> we just be like Mr. Bojangles, and just write things, and I will favorite each and every one of those. Right. And retweet them. <laughs> that's the that's the greatest validation a person can feel these I know. days. It, it feels really pretty good. good. It yeah. does. Yeah. Pretty good. yeah. Yeah, it's true. Well, we are very grateful uh, for Zach coming in and also yeah. for um, for getting to be friends with him in the past week and for our new opportunity at X-Ray, and we're very excited. Yeah, and so we'll be telling you guys, you know, once we have the time slot and all of that stuff, we'll get you more and more information, but we want to make sure you found out from us first right here on the show because we, we love you guys to listen. Yeah, this was breaking news today. It was. Breaking news. Breaking news right here. On Fun Employment Radio. So send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Yep. If you're going to buy anything from Amazon, go to our website first. Just Zach one click. tweeted last time on December 20th saying, well, hot damn, check the temp in hell. Oh, that was oh, U- yeah. Utah legalized gay marriage. Oh, well, I just, I, I followed you. Thank you. So I can't wait for more compelling tweets like that. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, it's Colorado marijuana talk. All right. So <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in. And, of course, stay tuned yes. here to the live stream at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Zach, thank you. Thank you guys very much. Are awesome. you guys done with your steel reserve? I am I just finished not. mine. Yes, you have. You are the blue. You guys are bitches. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. We will be back later with more Fun Employment Radio. Thanks. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.